Let's go. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged, proudly brought to you by Ginger Fox Coffee, guaranteed to make you as clever as a fox, gingerfoxcoffee.com. And before we begin, I just want a big shout out to all our frontline workers who are on this brave fight to uh, bring COVID-19 to an end and who are saving lives out there. Mad respect to you guys. Please keep up the great work and you have all our support um, at these trying times. Guys, uh, Justin Ferrier and Gareth Soldier Boy McLennan, thanks as always for joining me on MMA Uncaged. Um, gentlemen, <laughs> I think you should all retire as uh, MMA uh, aficionados, experts, because no one in their right mind gave Dustin Poirier a chance against Conor McGregor. What went wrong? What, Pre what? This, before this fight happened and Dustin's performance, a hundred times out of a hundred, I picked Connor. Definitely. Every time. Definitely. But, uh, but, yeah. But did I not say this in the last podcast that if, if uh, um, Dustin makes it dirty and makes it into sort of a dogfight and not tries to outstrike, um, Connor technically that he would beat him. Connor had a short period to knock him out, and if he didn't knock him out in that time, he was going to get the confidence to go forward and to uh, to put the pressure and to fight him in a dogfight, and that's exactly what he did. Yes, it was technical, and he picked his, he picked he, he used those calf kicks well, but he made it dirty. It wasn't your standard Connor fight where everybody was on edge. He chipped away at Doug. Use the equalizer of all all strikes to to slow the guy down, and he knocked him out. It's insane. It was insane. I think everyone's jaws dropped to the floor when what that you say, moment happened. Bummed. I'm still bummed. But it, I, I look at it and I go like there were a couple of turning points for me. Dustin covered up well, but Connor loaded up on a double uppercut. Where if he connected, and I don't know if my auntie had ball, she'd be my uncle. But if he connected, he would have put him away. And it was, it was like, come on, man! He was he was loading up too much on the shot, as opposed to just letting it happen. He was forcing it to happen, and then he came short. But no movement, absolutely no movement. No Go back movement. And watch yeah. The last. I don't know, bro. He won the first round. No, but no movement. He was flat-footed. He stood in front of. Uh, um, uh, she was, I think I've been hitting the head maybe too many. No, maybe no head movement. He went into this long kind of stance, tried to box the guy, tried to counter strike him, um, cracked him with a thump of a left hand. He did. I mean, it, it, that, that was the shot. That was the one that was meant to put him away. And Dustin Poirier ate it like he was eating a bar of chocolate. It, yeah. it, the, the whole thing with, with Connor is like the inactivity clearly, you know, compared to the activity of Poirier, there's a big difference. You know, Dan Hardy broke it down. And I know, Justin, you're a big fan of Dan Hardy. Like he broke yeah. it down and he compared the 2014 fight to now. And he said the movement of Conor McGregor, and it's what Gareth was saying, was very different. And, and he just doesn't understand why it was so different. Too much boxing, not enough. Uh, 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 he kicked twice in the whole fight. Too much boxing. Connor has the most unbelievable legs. 
He controlled the ho- he controls all the fights off the distance of those legs, mm. and his speed and timing was so good. I don't care this left, right, left, right, left, right. You are that quality of a striker. You can hit a left man unconscious. You can hit a right man unconscious. He stood too much in front of him. He tried to engage too much in the boxing realm with uh, Dustin Poirier. Thought he was going to outstrike him in the in, in in the boxing. And what happened? Dustin Poirier kicked his leg to pieces. And it's not the first time that he's done it. It's not the first time that Dustin Poirier Poirier has smashed somebody front leg. Yeah. And he should have known that. He should have been a lot more aware of that. He has better fight IQ than that. Again, does it go back to the thing of, well, I knocked this guy out in 40 seconds. I'm telling everybody I'm going to do it in 60 again. And it didn't. And that's not what happened. Yeah. The, I think the forced ability thing. I didn't. I, it said, said when I was sitting there watching the weigh-ins, watching the, the 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 press conference before, and I'm like, I don't know if I like this. Like, some people are, are genuinely nice guys, and that's the way they're going to be. Some people are dicks. Like, that's the way they are. Like, you you will embellish a little bit on either side of it. I'm not sold that Connor's that nice of a guy. I've met him. I'm talking about his fighting, his fighting thing. Uh, so. I think I've, Every single podcast that's embarrassing, edit that out. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he forced the humility, and it was so weird because it's like, where's that confidence, that brashness? Like, yeah. That's what sells. Yeah. You sit in there, you're going, I'm so humble, and you're doing the hands, and you thanks for the hot sauce. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You can do that afterwards. There's plenty of time for that afterwards, not before. You need to fight. You're engaging in a fight. It's the sport of fighting, but it is not ballet. Yeah. So, so my thoughts on that is, I think he wasn't as confident as what he what he thought it would be. I don't think he had the mindset to thing. I think he was he was doubting himself at stages, and I think that's why he went with the whole nice guy approach. Yeah, you want to show that you're better and you've grown up and stuff like that. But Connor takes his 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 confidence from his ability to put it out there and talk and be ah oh, that's where Connor gets his energy from. Yeah. There was none of it was all shake hands, oh, nice, what a nice guy, what a great guy. I, just, I didn't like it. I don't like just it. in the head when you do that. <laughs> when you switch so drastically, you're definitely not confident in, in your ability. You, Anything that's a big 180 is not sustainable. It's like, it's like losing 30 kgs in a month or two. Like, it can't happen. It's got to be no. It's got to flow in for it to be slow out because if it's quick in, it's going to change quickly. And I, for me, it's like, mm, I don't know if I'm sold on that. I don't know if I like that. Although he's still broke. I like the bad guy. Like for me, like somebody like Mayweather, I love his arrogance. Yeah. Because he backed it up. For me, it's like he's an icon. He's somebody to admire. He's different. Yeah. For me, I want somebody to be there. Sure, but I'm you, okay with that. You can be arrogant when you're, what, 49 and 0 or 50 and 0. But the, the, the interesting thing was, and, and Khabib's team uh, threw some, some shade at Connor and they just said, why didn't he prepare for the leg kicks? And they're now questioning his build up and preparations when. You know, uh, Connor looked a little bit out at sea at times. Well, this I is what that's baseless. I, for me, Khabib has always been about respect. And you always, like, you don't speak about his mother, you don't speak about his father, you don't speak about his wife. Yeah. I get that. And I'm, he was, why would you throw a Twitter shade like that? Like, it just, it doesn't suit you. Like, why would you, he should be, if he's retired, he should laugh at a, a 
quietly he'll offer them. Not, you don't have yeah, to come out and say, exactly. oh, but you left your team, whatever. Just leave it. It'll be by itself. Like, that's, that means he's still interested. A hundred percent. hundred percent. You don't have to go and say that. Yeah. Well, listen. And it goes against what he's showing what he is. Yeah, Javier listen. Mendez is the guy who said it. One hundred percent, Connor win won that fight. Khabib was coming back. One hundred percent. The number was spoken. The number he he, Khabib had already said what he wanted for the fight. Uh, Dana had already agreed because they knew that they were going to get a massive card for, uh, sales from it. Because Connor was back, he was back in the mix. He was uh, he was uh, now viable. It's the new Connor. He had changed. He was ready to go at it, and it didn't work out. Yeah. That's why I changed the mentality. Changed in Khabib, and Khabib is one hundred percent right. You have that level of a striker. And you don't prepare for that, or you don't even check them. Yeah, it's... I didn't understand. That. He didn't check them. Yeah, that... he sort of planted and stood heavy on it, and he stayed heavy on the on the front foot. That was silly. But do you think so, he got hurt early doors, and maybe that's why he didn't plant? If you see in his conversation, he said the first one that cracked him, Tiago Alves said, "Oh, that's a good one." Tiago Alves said that that's a good one, and then he and then he, in, he was like, "Shit, that was actually is was a good one." Yeah. But that's those kids. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Uh, those kids are those, those kids kindergarten are, here. The, the ones, no, the ones that the ones that right. all all the rest. Of those low ankle kicks. It's like it's like there's this like beginning third that they that they kick and it takes you out. It's taken out many a Russian wrestler. Yeah. Um, what do you guys make of uh, Mendes also saying that the only fight Khabib will come back for is against GSP? Oh, look, I mean, I would, I would presume that it'd be, in terms of uh, legacy, uh, GSP is, is, is the, for him would be the, the head that he would need to roll to really confirm himself as the greatest of all time. He's an old man now, right? Yeah, it's huh? like, I don't think oh, it man. should happen. You, said, you don't dare you say that old. GSP's old. <laughs> Jesus. You never. Okay, so we talk, let's talk about let's talk about time in the cage. We talking about Connor taking a couple of years of where's GSP been? He was away for two and a half years. He became back then became the middleweight champion of the world. Anomaly, anomaly. Yeah, he's he's a freak. No, no, no. He proved it. No, proved it. He proved it. But why would he need to come back? No, I get it. But what I'm saying to you is that Khabib is if 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 Khabib really really wanted to cement himself as the greatest of all time. Beating GSP would do that. Not because yeah, for me. Well, no, he's, no, no. GSP's the guy that had the best wrist in him. But they different years. Yeah, That's yeah. No, I don't think no, that will happen. GSP was the guy. He was the guy. Yeah. Amazing, and I know you know. But did you also see him? Did you also meet him? But right. <laughs> I might have punched him in the face. <laughs> Maybe you've mentioned it before. Um, but yes, five years ago, great. Yeah. But five years ago, Khabib wasn't here. Yeah, it's so true. it's one of those generational gaps. I don't think. I don't. I, think, I, I, I think like Khabib. I think a lot like Khabib. Uh, so money Connor, which annoys me. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. But USP is still. He's an elite level athlete. I can guarantee you would come back now and you'd win another belt if you wanted to. Yeah, he's. he's that, you he's, win that belt. Is that good? He was a middleweight champion. What are you talking about? Do no, you think he'd win the middleweight belt now? 
I it's think a good, good route up to me is more of a motorway. But do you think this, he could win the motorway belt now? Hundred percent. You know why? Because he was the guy that had the best wrestling in the MMA. Hey, and we talked past tense, brother. No, 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 no. I still don't think that that there's many people that can compete with him. But between the level changes and striking and the wrestling, no, he's he's thirty-eight years old. He's still he's still in prime condition if you relate him to other fighters. Yes, he might not have had. Hang on, he might not have had it. But you must remember, GSP spars. He still continuously spars. He still wrestles. He still trains like he's a fighter. He still conditions himself like a fighter. He stills in the mix on at, at TriStar. He's still in and amongst the best still athletes still in the world. with relevant fighters now. Oh, why not? Rory McDonald uh, and half of the other uh, cats that are there. Okay, so so he's still active. Honest, I, I don't know, but he's not active in the fight scene. Yeah. He's not, he may be sparring and he may be training, and I, and I get that, G, but he's not actively competing. It's the yeah. same thing that they <laughs> said about him when he came back to fight... Uh, yeah, uh, he. Bisping. But he's also got a bed. <laughs> he came back to fight Bisping, <laughs> and he dropped Bisping um, and then subbed him. But, but GSP oh, is a freak, though. He is a freak. Bro, you said he ate for the time, bro. Tax man comes. I probably look. I mean, yeah. you can. I, I, I would still think that he would be extremely competitive. But is he? Is he at a Sanya against GSP? Yeah, listen. No listen, ways. I, but how do you, you know? You want to talk about Israel boxing in heavyweights, and you want to fight. So, you want to fight somebody who would have to bulk up from from welterweight. Yeah. Come on, Gary. Wasn't a small uh, cat. Uh, well, not small. <laughs> All right, let's move along because I don't anyway. think I don't think we're ever going to agree on this one. But what did we think of Michael Chandler? I mean, is he someone who can come in and wrestle Khabib? Can he can he disrupt the division? So listen, the thing about Michael Chandler is. He was an All-American Division One wrestler. He, I think he was a collegiate champion. Um, his wrestling credentials is through the roof. Uh, people that have that uh, that wrestle with him and com- and train with him said that his work ethic is. Uh, in fact, I was uh, chatting. There was a group. Where I'm on an MMA group, and and Drickus was talking about um, that he had spent time with him and trained with him, and he said that his work ethic is is out of this world. Um, he's got incredible power in his hands. Uh, he's um, he, he he looks the part, hundred percent. But you watched him fight uh, the pit bull in um, in in Bellator, and he didn't have it that way. He wasn't so amazing. So they, once you get somebody who can match his speed, can match his power, um, and can wrestle him, and then, I want to see his cardio. I want to see his cardio. Yeah, look, that intensity got to be matched, and you want to see if the lungs are going to hold out at that rev. We've all seen. Khabib walked down the biggest punches in the game. Walk them down fearlessly. Take take a take a good one. Look them in the eyes and walk them down. Does he have the same ability to knock out Khabib? Who knows? Look, he, he has incredible power in his hands. Can he wrestle? Yeah. Look, the thing about Khabib is his wrestling is unbelievable. Yes, we all know that. But his his jiu-jitsu game combined with his wrestling is out of this world. That's what guys don't seem, seem to understand. His ability yeah, to jiu-jitsu waited so long. Like everyone said, he took it easy. Nobody takes it easy. But when he transitioned to that triangle, it was like he had so much time. 
was like it was like a black belt playing with a blue belt. So I was like, why is that? You can just do whatever you want. You can switch, and it was so obvious to watch. It was so slick but slow. It was just like oh, I'm just going to do this because I feel like against against another all American wrestler, Division One collegiate wrestler who had an incredible wrestling record. Uh, in, in fact, uh, uh, DC was the one that came out and said that Gaethje. When you were walking out, uh, I said that Gaethje's wrestling was unbelievable. He he got out wrestled. Jay, he, he didn't have a, any answer. I think the thing is that everybody sees Khabib and is like, oh yeah, yeah, I got I got what it takes. It's the same as Floyd Mayweather. I've got the I got the solution. Till you in there. Till he's in front of you. Till yeah, you yeah. operate so, in his own. So I don't know. I'd be scared myself. But remember, uh, it's like the saying goes: I, I, to be the best, he, you need to I beat the best. I and that's his levels. I think he's levels above. Khabib's levels above, right? Now they saying Chanda, they, they want to fast track Chanda, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to see another fight out of him. Like, ah, yeah, it was cool. He did well, so he took the lights well. Uh, I think that was a. I, I called that uh, Dan Hooker loss. I think Dan Hooker's erratic. Um, and he wasn't going to be able to take that pressure. A lot of, a lot of strikers, if they don't have like if they don't marry their strike into their ground, even though he's got a decent ground, there's that sort of in between and that clinch. Mm. Uh, Whereas if he's a really good jiu-jitsu player, they kind of accept the takedown. Whereas a wrestler will never do that. Like you'll never see a wrestler just accept being on his back. Yeah. Like a jiu-jitsu guy. What are you? Do you? What are you? Are you pulling faces? But he no. But I'm saying is like his hands were low. <laughs> He was running, he was on the, no, uh, uh, hooker. hooker, he was on the back foot, he was running backwards, he had no base, he had no balance, yeah. he I, got think he was spent, I think he spent too much time there in, on Fight Island with us, and worrying about quarantines and how yeah, going to be you, till you get, you took the word out of my mouth, that, exactly, all the traveling and all that stuff, yeah, exactly, did, did you not see like a, did you not see, and like he never put him out though, they'd like sort of faint for the takedown and then looping hook, What's that? Say that again. We didn't get that. You don't see like like a little bit of Tyron Woodley, like where they, they like, and, a, and slash any wrestler, where they like kind of like faint the takedown and then go for the looping hook, and that's what landed. Yeah. So this thing, this is where he's so effective, is because his wrestling is so good. He uses it to disguise his punches, and he lands flush with him because he has the speed. Against a guy like Khabib, you shoot, shoot on me. Yeah. I got. I, I can't, because he'll flip him, he'll turn him, even if he, if he manages to get the takedown. I can't say that he must, I, I, people are, he wants to fight Khabib next or whatever, no. Maybe Gaethje? Charles Oliveira? I, 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 I think Gaethje's a good match, I, but like Dustin uh, is right to say I'm not fighting uh, Chandler. If they were, okay, let me put the scenario together, if they, if, if, they offered Chandra the championship, which they absolutely shouldn't. It's too soon. Then Dustin has got nothing to say. Dustin must fight to whoever's put in front of him for a, for a vacant belt. But in terms of a normal fight, like Dustin doesn't need to fight anybody else for a belt. Like he is, his next fight should be for the belt. He yeah. doesn't need to eliminate anybody else. Yeah. Like Dustin is you now. It's it's up to the rest of them to then decide uh, who they're gonna who, who's gonna hash it out to fight Dustin. I think. Dustin is the is the number one. Yeah, he's he's championship contender, and then they're going to work it out between the rest of them. So that's Oliveira, that's Ch Chandler, that's Gaethje. Uh, who else is in the mix there? 
Uh, Ferguson there, RDA is there. Yeah. Listen, there's, a, it's, there's, there's some sharks there. Guys. Sharks there's in that division. There's a whole division. lot of guys who are on winning streaks. Yeah. There's you're a whole see, lot of guys. You know, you're going to see money fights. Not, not, not necessarily for the fighters. They're going to see like viewership. So UFC is going to choose the matchup that not necessarily is the best stylistically. They're going to go who's going to sell the most tickets. Hype. All about hype. I mean, Connor was third highest or something stupid for pay-per-views on his return. I mean, he's must he's must see TV. So that's you're right, you Justin. See, there was in, the, in there like um, in the build-up they, they showed there, uh, there was at UAE Warriors and he was sitting talking to Matt Serra uh, and the, Cyrus, they were actually talking to Cyrus he's about, uh, about wanting an announcer. They mentioned that. But that was when he was talking to Khabib about trying to win him over to fight. Did you see that thing where they mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. him and Cyrus are talking? That's very interesting, that. It's very interesting. I still think Khabib will be back. It's just a matter of time. All right, gents, let's move along. Um, there's, some, there's some crazy events coming up uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the UFC. Next is Overeem Volkov, which uh, happens on Sunday. Then Usman Burns, Sunday, February 14th. Uh, no love lost there. Uh, Blades Lewis... And of course, uh, you know, we've got some crazy stuff coming up in March. I mean, there's Miocic and Aganu, Edwards Chemaev. I mean, it's it's just blockbuster TV that's coming up. We really are spoiled. But let's talk quick. Uh, yeah. Who wins out of Stipe? Who wins out of Stipe and Gane? I think Stipe is just too... Look, no disrespect to Francis and Gane. Francis Gane got a mad power. I think he's probably developed himself more than what he's he's done. But he just he, he, his fight IQ is not on the same level as Stipe Mocic. Stipe Mocic is the greatest heavyweight of all time. I mean, this is a guy who beat Daniel Cormier twice. Yeah. Give these labels away, bro. He's Nobody is. He's the greatest. He is. Listen, he is factual in in terms of facts, in terms of numbers, in terms of defenses. He has been the best heavyweight that has come. Not not from who's before, who's 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 in the future. Right now, he on paper is the best heavyweight that there has been. But he doesn't get the credit he deserves. No, Nothing. he doesn't. He's quite but underwhelming. But he's again, not... the numbers do don't lie. He is good. I like him. I'm a fan. It's just he doesn't blow my hair back. But like, yeah, for me, like when John Jones fights him and murders him, then I'll be happy. I can watch his fight. <laughs> But listen, listen. I, I think that the one thing that, that Jones is stepping into the realm that he's stepping into is some serious power. Those those boys up there, mm. they hit very hard, and I do, and Jones does tend to take a bit more punishment than he used to. He was very a bit reckless. Yeah, yeah, very defensive. But now he takes a lot more than he does, and I just think that there's guys there. You don't want them to hit you because no matter how good you are. And what level you are, and what you think of yourself, they will put you lights out. But that's the danger. That's the danger with Miocic now, isn't it? Francis lands one, it's game over. But yeah, he knows that. There's been any heavyweight fight ever. Yeah. If I land one, you could go to sleep. No, I think Francis can punch you in the chest and you'll die. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. There's a good I'm chance of that. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it, yes, it could. If it lands, I agree. He does have power, but. All round, and I'm, again, Gareth gives away these greatest of all times very loosely. The he's goat. Way more, in a different, he's in a different level in terms of being well-rounded. I think Francis Ngannou is powerful and got a punch. That's I don't see yeah. any other. I don't see amazing take. 
don't see any scramble. I don't see what it takes. Yeah. All right. Let let's. He's the longest. He's the longest reigning heavyweight, heavyweight champion. Yeah. In the world. He has won it the most times. He's defended it the most times. So how can he not be called the greatest heavyweight of all time? Maybe maybe I'm shortchanging that, uh, Gareth. It's an opinion. Like if I, if I if somebody doesn't blow my, I think you should check your opinion. Yeah. I really do. I think. That <laughs> Let me change my opinion. Please, could you tell me my opinion? Uh, you, you guys are you guys are quite feisty tonight. I quite like it. Let's I move along. Just, Otherwise, opinions are going to get in the way. Here. Come back. Listen, Gareth, Soldier Boy, McClellan. Let's talk about uh, what's happening on March the the seventh. Uh, Israel Adesanya, Jan Blahovich going at it for the title. Then you've got Amanda Nunes against Megan Anderson for the title. And then you've got Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling going for the title. That, that's just insane. I mean, let's talk about Adesanya against Blowitz. I mean, is this, is this something that you see? I'm not saying anything. You're not saying anything? No predictions because every time I say something, somebody needs to lose. So no, I'm not going to But I'm just saying, like, he will win. He will win. Yeah. Oh, listen, listen. No, Jan Bowich, he, Jan Bowich got power in his hands. Huh? No, I'm just saying the treble, a little bit. Israel into Peter Jan into uh, Manu Nunez. I don't think you're going to make money, though. I, I know one beats Nunez because she's just, uh, she will fight a man and kill him. Um, uh, I think Anderson is, from a striking perspective, too, <laughs> he's just too... <laughs> he's just with the jinx. He's with the jinx on Nunez. Sorry, no, Adesanya, carry on. Adesanya is just technically uh, just a way better striker than... Yes, you uh, may be right, Gary. That annoys you. Jan Blavich. Yeah. And then what happens is... Then what happens is he wins the middleweight. He's the middleweight champ. He goes to light heavy, becomes a light heavyweight champ. And then he calls out... John Jones when he's the heavyweight champion and beats him as well. And holds all three belts at the same time, yeah. Um, but but on a, on, a, on a, another note, guys, uh, Valentine's Day, Usman Burns, that should be something special. That should be proper. That's a fight I definitely want to watch. Definitely. Yeah, we're not going to ask you for a prediction on that one. because. <laughs> oh, listen, I think it's a very difficult uh, scenario. I think they're both incredibly strong. They both hit very hard. I think there's a, there's a there's a little bit of animosity there in terms of club change and having to leave mm. his team and go somewhere else. But I like Gabriel, I like Gabriel Burns. I, I like Gilbert Burns. I really do. I like him for this fight. I think he's he's got a chance to beat him. So I really explain, do. Explain what's happened and who's moved and how they. Yeah, because they were they were teammates, weren't they? So they were both with uh, Henry Hooft at uh, I think it's 360. Is it 360? <laughs> what Hooft's gym? No, I'm not sure. I'm it's not in, sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were both there. And uh, the, I think the fight came up that uh, uh, the fight was put on the table by UFC in terms of Burns and uh, and Usman. And I think uh, Usman was a little bit uh, a little bit pissed at the fact that this was happening and that he was having to fight his own teammate. And uh, I think Burns had already agreed and said I was in. And... Uh, he decided to move himself uh, from there. I don't think he felt that it was a safe environment for him anymore. No, and, the new, and, that's, and that's fair. Somebody's going to move. Yeah. Got to make the choice. But if it's offered to you, like you can't be the bridesmaid forever. So if you if opportunity presents itself, and I mustn't sit in, how long must I be the bridesmaid? How long must I sit in your shadow before I'm good enough to challenge you? So for me, this is 
new fight. It's not like they've got trouble think, from before. Yeah. It's a new split. So I don't know how much animosity there can be. I think, I think in the old days, I think, I think in the old days, guys would have sit, would have sat pretty and waited. I think because it, it's changed now and uh, there's so much up for grabs, I think guys are, fighters are starting to learn to think about themselves. And uh, it's no how longer... Many times, how many times, G, and have, have you seen internationally, locally, have you seen guys who, out of loyalty, turn down fights against teammates and then get left behind? Yeah. I mean, it must be a thing. It is. I mean, you think of Fight Fit Militia uh, in your days, Garrett. There were times when, you know, and afterwards, there were times when people wouldn't fight purely because they were in the same weight division, out of loyalty to the gym. Yeah, listen, we, it, it did happen in our gym. Uh, but again, it was... Uh, uh, it happened uh, uh, when when I was a champion and Darren was there, and uh, you know he there was an opportunity for us to fight in, in terms of the oh, title. Was so talented men. And then they and we decided not to, and then you know I was in line to fight uh, Jeremy again, and I got injured, and Jeremy was ready, and they approached me and said, "Hey, they want to give the shot to Darren." I stepped aside, allowed Darren to go through and, and take his chance at uh, Jeremy. And you're right, yes. Was it? Was it? Unbelievably was it, talented. One of the it, most talented it, human beings I've ever come across. Yeah. Yep. Mad talent. Didn't, rea- didn't realize it, but he didn't fight Jeremy for a belt, did he? He did. He did. He lost to Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. A little short yeah. shot. We should get Darren on the show sometime. We should actually chat to him. He's yeah. got a character. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, double D. Double D. Double D. Yeah. No, look, I mean, that's the thing. I see that and it's like, yes, I get, the, I get, I get loyalty because I'm, I'm a loyal guy. I can I get structure and things like that. But at some point, you've got to stand up and take yourself seriously. Like, well, I think it's about the money now. I think these guys are getting paid by their sponsors. They're getting paid such a huge money and they being, uh, they're being pushed in a direction to be the champion. You know, uh, sitting around for a guy like Gabriel, uh, Gilbert Burns, he's got nowhere else to go. So yeah. what's he going to do? Keep fighting too? Of course he's going to take his opportunity. He's just a young man. Man, there, if I, and what I saw in the international gyms, there's no loyalty. There's no loyalty to each other. Yeah. There is as a team and you'll help in that, but it's about me. You're carving your own you career. Ways to do it. Like, like let's say you're not to fight and like, I was waiting in the shadows and like whatever happened and, and, and it got tabled, I got offered to fight you. Don't you think at some point, like, the yeah. of, of course, you'd be yeah. I, I might have to everything to fight, to fight you. You might. You put a little bit of weight to fill off. But, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but surely there's a, surely, there's a way to sit me. But surely you, you can sit down and, and it's not a nice conversation to have ever, but, you rather have that conversation and I, I, I think that, Yeah. I think that I think that's what happened and I, but I think that uh Kamal Usman was like, There's no ways that I can train in the same gym. I think it was a you train at separate times and and and, and I think he was there's no ways that, yeah. there's no ways you could there's no ways you no ways. Like you can't you can't let your coach be adept uh, open to, to choosing. No. So and you he's, have to say, I'm gonna go there. He's with uh, Rose's coach now, I think. I think so. Rose's number coach. I mean, is there there's there has to be seniority though in the gym, or was it purely based on on who's the champ? 
You know what I'm no, saying? Man. Is there a pecking order? Well, how does it work? Oh, of course, there's a pecking order in any gym. No, but that's uh, what I'm saying. Is it purely based on time or is it based on success? When you get to the top of the pecking order, then what? Yeah, sure. That's what I'm asking. In the, in the, in the target space on your back. Big time. Yeah, all of a sudden you become one of the, you become in a stage where you're like, oh, hang on, you know, I'm I've beaten I've beaten all the top fighters. My name's in the mix here now. Yeah, I'm um, I'm definitely capable of beating you. So why must I must I? So I mean, it's it's this age old thing of a, a pack of dogs or wolves. As soon as the older cat starts to get older, the younger boy starts to bite at the heels and say, hey, move aside, yeah. Yeah, King Dingaling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, uh, Alistair Overeem against uh, Volkov this weekend. Are we excited about it? Is it too lo- Is it like too late no, now no, for Overeem? Not really. No. But it's still a fight. Overeem, I'll get up and watch, and I'll support, but he's going to lose. Listen, Overeem's always capable of knocking somebody out. He's got enough spirit experience to fight guys. He's a big animal. Volkov is. He's he's done some nice work to put himself back in the mix. He's really. Uh, I think he's well, he's on a two-fight win streak now, but none of them interest me. I don't think they have the quality anymore. It's just you can see what happens. You, who is it? Uh, Andrei Olovsky. Like you put them in the same bracket. Like Andrei Olovsky, former champion. Yeah. Uh, then you then you've got um, Alistair. And you like you can see when they're getting put out to pasture, and they they no longer on numbers like 50, 257 or two fifty six. They're now headlining fight, fight nights. nights. Yeah, yeah. They're headlining. Yeah. The smaller, the smaller nuts, and it's like you can see that they they'll earn big. Like Alice will probably earn five hundred thousand beats. Like yeah. you'll earn decent. Um, but not five hundred. Uh, not five hundred. If you knock me out for five million, it's okay. Five million dollars. <laughs> I mean, I get. But but I take But I mean, it's he also whatever you get from his from his uh, from his um, sponsors and that. But it's like. Like Andre Olovsky, like you know that guy's too old, and he was a former champion. It was amazing. It was one like I remember him fighting on UFC 53 or something. Yeah, back in the day. Like, Listen, he, fought, he, put, he beat an oak named Justin Arles, who ended up shooting his his father, his stepfather shot him or something like that. Anyway, he he fought him, and then anyway, Justin Arles did his knee. But that's how long he's been fighting. Two hundred UFCs ago. Yeah, it's it's that's long, man. Oh, he was, he was, he was pride. Overeem was fighting in pride before even UFC I was. Sorry, even... But I'm talking about Olovsky. Yeah. yeah, but you're talking, you're talking 15, 16, 17 years ago, and this guy's still there. Yeah, he's still capable because he's a big guy. He hits hard. He's got all the experience. I think he's had 70 or 80 fights. That guy. Could you well be. Hey. Imagine all the kickboxing fights he's had on top of it. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's, like it's, it's, it's almost like a stretch too far for me. I'll watch it, don't get me wrong. But not uh, like if he loses, I'll be like, oh. Not a long shit. fight. It's one of those fights, it's not a long fight. No, uh, so no. It's three minutes, two minutes, 2.45. He's also taken a lot of punishment. And these guys have got to understand. Yeah, all fun games now, but 10 years, 20 years time, you're going you're gonna to feel that thing. Trust me. Alistair Overeem's record, 47-18 and 0. You know what I'm saying? 47-18 and 0. That is, yeah. he's, been, he's been around a long time. Rated 5. Who knocked him out so badly? Who, who put him asleep bad? Bad, bad, bad. Uh, oh, man. It was, uh, 
I think Stipe knocked him out on the floor. He was, he was, no, he was done, bro. I'll yeah. Somebody find the ambulance. I think, oh, Garnier. Garnier yeah, hit him with the it was. So UFC 218. It split his lip open, didn't it? Remember that? That's right. Yeah. 47 and 18. That's 60, 67, 65, 66 fights. It's crazy. That good DHS math coming through there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, chaps, before we wrap up, uh, an interesting one, and it's uh, it's obviously a guy you fought, um, Gareth uh, Paolo Costa against Robert Whitaker. Whitaker is the betting favorite over Costa. I think that's fair. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, if, I, I, I still, I still to this to this day, say that Paulo Costa didn't fight Israel Adesanya the way that he normally fights, with the same aggression, that same forward power, hmm. that destructiveness. I think he sat back. He was too cool. He still allowed, allowed things to come on to him. Um, I think the likes of the championship title fight got to him. It, ha- it gets to anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Coming in the ring, you're facing the champion. He's the guy to beat. That it, it changes your thought pattern altogether because all of a sudden there's this massive, there's this massive loss. It's a there, there's there's a consequence. Something to lose. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a consequence of what's happening. Uh, also, all the media hype is around the guy you fight on. So you are yes, you're there. Everyone's backing all the media, all the videos, all the songs, all the walkouts are not about you. That's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. And, and, and I, I say he's Twitter. The other thing is, what what is his mindset like now that he's been knocked out? Yeah, he's hungry. Uh, being knocked out never leaves your mind. Because now you know you can you're nineteen and oh. You've walked through everybody in thicket. You haven't. Hang hang on. You have mauled everybody. Yeah. You stood with the with the the Kuba Kuba. I can't remember the name. Mario. Not Mario. And you ate these unbelievable shots. Would Yoramira have killed this thing? What? How badly would Yoramira have killed this thing? But would he really have? My, I think oh, Mark Bisping. I think Mark Bisping <laughs> was, was is one of the most underrated fighters in the world. The counts. I think he's a guy that everybody overlooked every single time. He got over every single time. He beat Anderson, and he came in and he knocked out uh, Rockhold. When Rockhold was on a tear, no one could touch him. No one. Yeah. It was yeah, no one. And then he fought Anderson. When Anderson, he is... Uh, I still believe Anderson beat yeah. him. I still believe Anderson beat him. He did beat him. He yeah. did beat him. See how passionate Justin him. is about <laughs> Anderson Silva. And then the rules fucked him. Sorry. Yeah. We'll bleep that one out. Um, yeah. But listen, chaps, in, in terms of, of Whitaker, I mean, you said something Sorry, there, Justin. Yeah. Justin, you said that you reckon Costa will beat him. I do. Because you reckon listen, he's got nothing to lose now. He's just going to go out and I be think aggressive. Being, I, think being, I think being tough because, like, when you – there's uh, and as much as you know that, yes, you can get touched and, yes, you can get knocked out, Gareth, I think the pressure of the O is gone. And you're like, well, buggers. Yeah. Now we can fight. 
Because that, mm. that initial loss is done, let's go for it. Yeah. He's, He's got, got a lot of I'm, 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 I'm different to you at MMA. I'm not a fighter. But He's I'm got... thinking... I think he's going to come out. He's going to go. Well, I've had my loss. I've tasted defeat. Yeah. I'm going to come fire. Yeah, it can't but get Robert, worse than that. Only Listen, somebody gives the animal himself, eh? Yeah. And he take, but he does also take some. He does also take shots, eh? Mm. How long can that toughness last? He was exceptional against Darren Till. He controlled everything unbelievably. Um, he's incredibly fast. I don't think that he's going to be scared of the walk down. I don't think that Costa's moving forward. I mean, this is a guy with two rounds. Of him scared, if you fought Joel Romero, you, I know you wouldn't be afraid at all. You'd still get beat. Yeah, doesn't mean a, just because I, I cannot be afraid of walking with a gun, I'm still going to get shot. Yeah, but you must remember that Woody has the, he has the skill set. He was a world champion. He, he's not. He, he was a world champion. He's not a. He's not a clown. It's not like he's. His comeback fight is against somebody who's... I think he's salty. Of all the flavors you can choose, you choose salty. Uh, <laughs> all right, chaps. Uh, okay, let's have a little side bit. I reckon... Yeah, I go reckon for it. Okay. Odd one to call. I really... I, I, this, this is one that I, 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 I say is... No, listen. I really say it's hard to call because I think both guys have the ability to beat each other. That's what I say. I don't see there's a clear... I don't see that there's a clear favorite. It's very hard to call. I say Whitaker because I think Costa might doubt himself. I think the other thing now is that fighters know that Paulo Costa can get knocked out. Exactly. And Costa might be aware of that. So So the fear is not the same. Oh my gosh, he has this animal that's tearing through the division and murking everybody. That's true. We'll see what happens. Oh, Israel under Sanye. What the... The heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's been throwing. He's been throwing the goats out quite. Uh, uh, what's it? Liberally. I think he's got a lot to prove. But what I do think, what I do think, on a skill set, on the feet, he's better than John Jones. All right, we're going to leave it there, guys. We'll pick this up. We're uh, running out of time. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much once again. Uh, we'll look forward to Overeem Volkov this weekend, and then there's just must-see TV blockbuster stuff coming up from the UFC. There we go. All right, Justin Ferrier and Gareth Soldier with McClellan, thanks very much for your time, and thanks for being salty on MMA Uncaged. Thanks for being salty. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. 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 This is the world. The world. Uh, no surrender. No surrender. Yeah. Yeah. You know that this right here forever. Go. Go. And there will be no surrender. Now allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me J O N to the easy E. Yeah. Know that we undefeated, y'all are beneath them speeches trying to air a grievance. But his lines are overhead, better check the air for clearance. Call the tower, this is our credit. He the air apparent, uh -huh. Really, I've never been better. Yeah. Legacy, this is forever. Huh. All the more times I've been seven, I'm raising the bike, you can go ahead and measure. Yeah. Think about time for a toast. Yeah. Time that we welcome the goat. Yeah. Yo, we're just leaving it, no. Yeah. This right here.